0: Is me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray—the uh-huh. one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You wanna see the inside? Huh. I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Bye. Why you punch me in my face, stay in your place Play your position, uh-huh. become my intuition uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket, rob him all his friends watch it That hoes clocking. it, uh-huh. here comes respect His crew's your crew, or they might be next Look at they man eye, big man, they never try So we roll with him, uh-huh. stole with them. I mean loyalty Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate The cookies, butter crunch, 88 I got stuff, for most of them saw. Even when I was wrong, I got my point across. They depicted me the boss. Of course, my orange box cutter to make the world go round. Plus, I'm fucking bitches at my homegirls now. Start stacking, dabbled in crap, gun packing. Nicknamed Medina, made the Senas, told my Ninas. From gym class to English, pass off for global. Did you see like total Getting larger in waste and wasting taste Ain't no telling where the spelling is heading Just in case Keep a shell at the tip of your melon Clear the space Your brain was a terrible thing to waste To master enterprise and I ain't have to be in school by ten I then began to encounter with my counter parts so of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections, drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Seren so separately, Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith & Wesson like my dick was missing. to protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hands get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man stay far from timid only was young, I had two pair of leaves, besides the pinstripes and the gray uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays uh-huh. While niggas flirt I'm with tigers on my shirt And alligators uh-huh. You wanna see the inside huh. i see you later They come the drama Oh, that's that nigga with the fake Wow! Uh-huh. why you punch me in my face Stay in your place Play your position uh-huh. Become my intuition uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket Rob him, all his friends watch it That hoes clock it uh-huh. Here comes respect His crew's your crew Or they might be next Look at they man eye Big man they never try, so we roll with them. Uh, I stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. ADR. Of them soft. even when i was wrong i got my point across they depicted me the boss of course my orange box cut to make the world go round plus i'm fucking- Bitches ain't my homegirls now, start stacking Dabbled in crap, gunpacking Nickname Medina, made the Sinas, took my Ninas From gym class to Inglash, pass off a global The only nigga with a mobile Can't you see like total Getting larger and wasting taste Ain't no telling where the spelling is heading Just in case, keep a shell at the tip of your melon Clear the space, your brain was a terrible thing to the waste <laughs> Master. Enterprise and I ain't have to be in school by ten. I then Woo. began to encounter with my counter, taught to how to burn the block apart, break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections, some use pipes, others use injections. Syringes sold separately. Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing to protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man take a better stand put money in my mom's hand get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man stay far from timid only Okay,
1: and,
2: okay, let me fix my camera, of course, (coughs) fucking
1: camera's Uh out of focus,
2: put your mic closer to your face.
1: How's this? No. Nah,
2: how's this? Uh, uh Okay. Yeah, that should be fine as you get start good. going. Okay. what is going on guys we are back with yet again another edition of the notorious hills podcast man and on this episode man we have episode 83 of the podcast itself man and on this episode we also have the news we got the news here today for you guys man and if this is your first time watching you guys do oh yeah and the full gear predictions and if this is your first time watching you guys do not know how the show works every monday we're on here with notorious unscripted and every friday We are on here with the news, man, and not only are we on here with the news today, but we are on here with the Full Gear 2021 predictions, man. So, we got a good card to go over um, uh, just after we get done with the news. And also, speaking of Unscripted, man, if you guys did miss this past episode's Monday of Unscripted, is WWE making no sense of the Survivor Series pay-per-view this year? The answer is yes, um, yes but so if, you guys did, if you guys did miss that, you can now go back and watch that on all platforms, man, including Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you guys want to listen, be the first to listen to it, you can always check us out here on YouTube, man. So, with that being said, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show, and as for the other half, we got my man, Sir K, here. How's it going, man?
1: It's going good, bro. It's going good. Just chilling out. Waiting for a full year, bro. can't wait. It's going to be a fun ass weekend. It's going to be a great ass pay per view. Can't wait. And I've just been good, bro. I still haven't got the money back that was stolen from me from places. So, still That's waiting for that shit. I'm telling you, bro. That shit ain't right. But uh, overall, bro, I've been good, man. I've been good. What about you, man? I've
2: been good, bro. I've been good. Can't complain. Can't complain, man. Just getting ready for the big day tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, other than that, man, nothing Nothing too much, bro. Nothing too much. Can't complain. I feel
1: it, um, man. I feel it.
2: Okay. Yes. Audio is all good. Sorry. I had to check one more time. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain at all. Um. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy today. Nothing to complain about. About to go... Have a birthday dinner after I get done with here. And oh, yeah. then it's time. So, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I guess to start you guys off, we are going to start off with. Well, oh, I guess we'll start off with the first thing in the thumbnail Bray Wyatt. Ray Wyatt making a movie Jason Baker told Metro.co.uk that he and Wyndham are going to start filming at the end of the month Baker said oh by the way Jason Baker is Tom's one of Tom Savini's artists and he is the man that created the fiend mask so yeah
1: so super super
2: close shit to Bray Wyatt. Baker said he is a phenomenal collaborator. He's become a really good friend and we're actually starting a film at the end of the month. We had some meetings out there and things happened and things got moving forward and now we're going to be shooting this feature film with him and at the end of the month uh, and at the end of the month he added we're not going to be using any of the Fiend character. We're going in a completely different direction. A whole new thing. He teased it should be fun. Hopefully... Hopefully fans of horror and fans of Wyndham liked it. It like looks it, but... like Bray Wyatt might not be going anywhere else close to the wrestling scene for a while now. I wish I wish this king the absolute best. Oh, that was the that was their quote. I wasn't supposed to read that <laughs> part. Um Very interesting. Has me very, very uh scared because now I don't really know about the possibility of him showing up at full gear, but this could be just a way to throw everybody off because, it could be. uh, in WWE, where you have to take an extensive amount of time off to, um, uh, make a movie because of their hectic schedule, AEW's got once a week, so, exactly.
1: um,
2: there's always that, uh you know where he can still make it work he could film a couple video packages he doesn't really have to be at dynamite every single week um no. he can you know just do a video package a promo he can you know fly in to cut a promo on dynamite and have him wrestle at the pay-per-view and the great thing about the pay-per-view is it's three months away so exactly. you've got a lot of time to work with but now with the wrestling thing, uh, the wrestling side of it out of the way, this is so awesome, man! I'm super stoked for Bray. Um, this man, uh, the, you know, this man has um been wanting to get into the movie scene for a very long time, but obviously we all know that WWE, um, WWE, yeah, does not like anybody to be bigger than them. So therefore. Nobody can do movies because they've... Vince McMahon doesn't like not having control of people. Like,
1: exactly. the fact that
2: he has to wait for The Rock eats away mm-hmm. at him. I know it does. Oh, yeah. It eats away at him. Yep, yep. It's um, And not only that, but like I just said, nobody is allowed to be bigger than WWE nowadays. That is exactly, exactly. why... Uh, There has been no Next Rock or guys of that sort. Nobody does movies anymore. Even minor movie roles like Mm -hmm. Randy Orton in uh, That's What I Am or Triple H in The Chaperone. Like, nobody's doing that kind of stuff anymore. Um, Literally one dude, The Miz. He's the only guy that they let go off and do their shitty WWE movies. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't even know who the fuck buys those DVDs, bro. I ain't never heard of, of Soul talking about them damn movies.
2: Uh, yeah, me neither. I mean, the only good WWE movie that I can honestly say that I really liked was that one that Randy Orton was in, That's What I Am. That was a really good yeah. one. I liked that one a lot. Um, oh, Legendary with yeah. John Cena was very good. And oh, Kane. Was good. And See No Evil with Kane was very good. But, yeah, I really liked the one with Orton. I'm not sure how that was, you know, seen in the public eye. But I liked it. Um, uh, Legendary with Cena was very good. And, um, Cena Evil with Kane. The Chaperone with Triple H was... uh, It was was a WWE movie. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. They they don't even let anybody do those anymore, man. Except for The Miz, like I said. Um, But yeah i mean this is awesome and the fact that he can do something uh with him uh behind most of the most the him behind most of the having most of the thought behind it and having it kind of be his project i think is going to be a really cool thing to see man and i'm so so excited uh for him uh such a huge fan of bray's or Wyndham's, and um yeah, super, super excited for him,
1: man. Yeah, no, I man, Whenever he does, I will be looking at it, whether he goes to AEW, which I think he will. If not, tomorrow night, definitely down the road. If he is wrestling still, if he's doing movies, I'm in. If he's doing shows, I'm in. Whatever he's doing, I'm in, bro. Can't wait to see. And I'm just very intrigued to what this movie will be and when we'll get to see it, because if they're starting to film it, at this end of the month, we're not probably not going to get like a trailer or even like a teaser for a while. So, I really right. wonder what the movie's going to be, bro. I cannot wait to see, bro. But, Wyndham, whatever he does, I'll be looking into it, bro. Wyndham Marks, right here, can't wait. And I just can't, and people are shocked that it has nothing to do with the fiend and shit. Like they couldn't if the they wanted to. Yeah, exactly. It, it Vince owns. The theme, you know what I mean. So, W W E really, they can put the theme. they can make Elias the theme if they fucking want to. They, it's not pretty that owns that, but he's gonna be making something. I'm gonna just be intrigued, whatever it is, bro. I cannot wait. That shit. Oh man, I wonder what it's gonna be. I wonder like who it's made So, it's- mm-hmm.
2: if we wanna think about like. I've been hearing a lot of people say, like, oh, well, if it's not full gear, it can be revolution. The thing about that is, does Bray use this movie to introduce us all to his new character? That's and then uh, yeah. after the movie comes out, when everybody's talking about him, that might be yeah. a while, though. That's the only thing about that. Yeah, um, like like, all out
1: of time. Really, like,
2: r- right, but yeah. then, if he does debut tomorrow... With this new character, it can it's gonna be a mysterious character, kind of how all of them, oh, all of his characters have been, and then have the movie mm-hmm. come out as like a prelude,
1: Exactly. Like, as like a story by his story, the character's story, you know what I mean, right? And like don't know yet.
2: And then have the end of the movie be you know kind of his final days before he re debuted, and ha- yeah, exactly. like kind of have that be like a. Like a prologue or origin, whatever it's called, a yeah. prelude. Yeah, like an origin story, exactly. But very interesting uh, about the movie. We also got two other stories on Bray. Uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, Jason Baker, um, the SFX makeup artist who worked with Wyatt. Um, obviously, we all know Jason Baker by this point. Talked about how much creative freedom Bray Wyatt had in WWE. And I quote, WWE did give Bray and I a lot of creative freedom, but also a lot of times everything had to be approved. There were little tweaks and changes and things like that. At the end of the day, whoever is footing the bill is the one who gets it, who gets the final say. If we're working, if we're working for WWE and creating a mask for them, it's safety first. The big thing we have to do is make sure that it is comfortable, durable, and they can see out of it bray Wyatt's um oh that w- end quote and then it says bray Wyatts Bray Wyatt's creative genius was ultimately squandered in WWE according by according to many fans Bray Wyatt was also recently stated that fans will be seeing him very soon and we'll have to wait and see what is next for Bray Wyatt's pro wrestling career um yeah mm-hmm. WWE uh Jason mentioned here. Um, things had to be approved and they got the final say. First thing that come to mind is the Wobbly Walrus character of the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, things, like things like that. Things like that. Thing Little tweaks like that that they just had to go and do, put their WWE-isms all over it. Also, okay. having people come into the Funhouse, I don't think mm. that was ever Bray's vision.
1: Yeah. No. Because walking in that pitch, right? Because the whole thing
2: of the fun house was it existed in his mind. That's why he never did a live fun house. That's why he never did, and that is just unrealistic as it is. I mean, how the fuck can you do a live fun house when there's puppets involved? I never understood why people wanted to see a live fun house, but um, uh. Um, yeah, I mean, Bray Wyatt's not fucking Jeff Dunham. He's, he, he's fucking, like, come on, man.
1: Um like, bro, oh, man. And the reference of the little tweaks, bro, it just makes me imagine. This is why I want the Bray Wyatt podcast so bad. What was all those little tweaks and what were Wyatt's visions before? Those little tweaks, you know what I mean? I would I just agree. love to hear it, bro. I would love to hear that shit. Because who knows, like you said... Those little additions of phone house so were definitely not Wyatt. Um yeah. of course the creative decision. We all know that was not Bray Wyatt. And I just wonder like what his one hundred percent idea at first was for every little thing, bro. And I hope we get to hear that, bro. I really do.
2: I really wish mm-hmm. WWE uh, I know that w- I really wish Bray Wyatt made like a, I would love to see like a documentary on him. Yeah. Like, privately filmed after, like, all of these major fuck-ups that happened. Like, I would love to see him coming through the curtain at Super Showdown. I would I'm love to see that.
1: I would kill to see that, bro. I would oh. kill to see that
2: shit. Yeah, that would be fantastic, bro. That would be fantastic, man. Tony Khan recently spoke in an interview with... Uh, it was either Tuck Sport or Sports Illustrated... One of the two. No, it was, um... Oh, no. It was on the Full Gear Media call. That's where it was. Mm-hmm. That's where it was. Tony Khan. Uh, per Sean Ross Sap. Tony Khan says he has not had any conversations with Bray Wyatt at all about coming into AEW, and he hasn't seen him in person in about a year when they were both at Chris Jericho's birthday party. So they before. It's like am really here. <laughs> Look, Jericho's birthday is on November 9th. Yep. So the time they seen each other last year was after what happened at Super Showdown. That's after That's what happened with Roman when he held the belt yes. for a week. These are things that happened to Bray. And honestly by that point the only other major fuck up they ever did with Bray was Mania. Yeah.
1: yeah
2: but so you can say he seen Tony Khan while he was at probably, at his, probably his his most frustrated other than exactly. Mania, of
1: course. Other than Mania,
2: but the only thing Tony, Tony like, Khan probably mm-hmm. uh, did not hear about was the stupid burnt fiend. Um no but TK Stop lying, bruh. Stop lying. Jericho is a huge fan of Braze. Um,
1: <clears throat>
2: Brody probably talked about Wyatt a lot to them. Oh, exactly. Uh, I mean, these two spoke and met at Chris Jericho's uh, birthday party. So, look, man. Come on, TK. I I yeah, yeah. I understand you're trying to keep it secretive and I can respect it. Oh, but come, yeah. on,
1: bruh. but come on, bro. We, we know. Come on, We know. You know, you've been talking, man. You know, stuck like in that fucking ninth days was up. Instant text matches. Instant fucking like email, hey, something. hey, bro. Just, hey, just happened that just hey, bro. Let's talk. You know what I mean? Hey, bro.
2: Hey, bro what you about to do? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: got to do with your career? Yeah bro I mean Tony Khan has to of course cover it up He's not just gonna say oh yeah we signed Bray Wyatt you know what I mean but I don't know he said they Weren't signing CM Punk He said they weren't signing Apple You know what I mean so DB All these people Come on bro so I think if not Tomorrow night he is In talks or in major talks With AEW no matter what They've been saying
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely,
1: um, mm,
2: okay, uh, now, uh, for something, something that, um, something that happened, uh, This past weekend, uh, we talked about it briefly on Monday, but just a rundown real quick. WWE have revealed the, ta- the new team name for these stars as Loth, Los Lotharios. These stars did not only get a new tag team name, they have lost their last names. WWE website is simply listing them as Angel Angel.
1: Just fucking Angel.
2: And Humberto. (laughs) Way to make them sound Mm. like fucking jobbers. Angel and Humberto.
1: Like, their logic with the one names makes no sense, bro. Like, most of the time when someone just has one name, they're either fucking super famous or the complete opposite. That fucking loser, like... The one name thing only works if your name is fucking cool. Angel or Humberto? Humberto's is actually worse. Cause Angel is what sometimes you just call someone I'm not just be named Angel Angel Angel. You know what I mean? But like Humberto. And Humberto, Humberto. <laughs> Angel. The- Angel. Like bro, it it worked with the rock. You know what I mean? It worked with... Who the fuck did it work with? Um, Cesaro. Cesaro. Elias. Elias. Like, it worked with them, but their singular names, they didn't need their last names. You know what I mean? Their first names are pretty simple or good to the point where they don't need a last name. Angel. Just Angel. That's gotta be the most illogical name change, or one of the most illogical name changes ever. Like, come on, bro. It's a, I, I just don't understand these name changes when they do. Them. Like, it doesn't make the person cooler, which what they think it does. It it doesn't. It does the exact opposite, bro. You may make them sound like idiots.
2: I'm so tired of getting scam likely calls.
1: Dude, oh man, that shit's the worst.
2: Jesus. Okay, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. According to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select, Jeff Hardy's current deal runs through the end of 2022, much like the contract before if Hardy suffers an injury between now and then, WWE can once again add time to the end of his current deal. that. <laughs> Yeah, this guy just put out a list of people. Uh, Most of them we know about. Johnny Gargano. uh, Mm -hmm. This one I actually didn't know about. Paige stated that she is working towards an in-ring return at some point in the future. The former Divas champion uh, also revealed her contract expires in June of 2022. Oh, shit. Uh, Kevin Owens we know about. Sami Zayn. Goldberg we know about. um, But I thought Jeff Hardy... I thought, I, I thought Jeff Hardy was uh, the, the interesting one here, man, because if his contract runs through the end of 2022, that means at the beginning of the year, in 2023, we could finally see it. Well, get fucking
1: that's holy.
2: Three. Get in in that time. Th- exactly. But the way they keep him off TV.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Hopefully... See He'll probably be released by them anyway, to be honest.
2: That's what I was thinking. Will he even make it to 2023 in WWE?
1: Probably not. <laughs>
2: yeah, probably not. Yeah, if if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say no. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say no, but uh, interesting to note, man, so... Yeah, so Jeff Hardy, finally we could maybe finally eventually be seeing it, man.
1: Exactly. We have a date or we have an a rounded date to when if he doesn't release his shit's up, man, so oh man, oh man. Do I want him in you, bro? That really fucking do. Me and too. Matt needs him there, bro, because dude, I I cannot fucking stand BHFO and fucking uh fucking big money Matt anymore bitch that shit's terrible at this point. They killed it. They really did. That shit sucks.
2: It is some of the worst television I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so no ass, bro. That shit
1: Bro It literally killed the private party. They haven't been cool since that shit happened. Oh really yeah. The thing see, didn't that bitch? Yeah.
2: They were they were shot dead. Party.
1: Literally. Literally, come on, bro. Come on, we need Jeff in that bitch.
2: We do, we do, man. Cause, oh God, does his brother need him? Good Literally. Lord, does that fucking Holy. group suck? When they, I don't know, I don't know what's not clicking, man. I don't know, I don't know what's not clicking in in Matt's head. Like, this shit, this shit sucks. sucks. This, this shit sucks, man. This is not good at all. This is it not good. Yeah, it, big money mad is not it, man. I don't know what, I don't know what you need to do, uh. But it's not that. I can tell you right he now, it is not that at all. Um.
1: He should have stopped being big money mad when he lost Hangman.
2: Yep. Exactly. Exactly. That way we would have avoided all of this. Butcher and Blade could have been in the House of Black when they wanted to. Now they're tied up with. Now they'd have to figure out a storyline to get them out of the HFO and...
1: Exactly. And uh, it's, it's just bad. Everything the HFO touches is just bad, bro.
2: Yeah.
1: They were trying to shave people's heads because they thought they looked like Orange Cassidy. Oh, bro, that shit was so bad.
2: It was. It was. um, Yeah, that... Yeah, they play a huge part in killing Orange Cassidy... Um, and do. all of that group—they just, they, you know, how people say everything Roman Reigns touches goes to gold. It is the, the opposite with the HFO. HFO. Everything, everything HFO they fucking shit. do is shit, man. Speaking of contracts,
1: mm-hmm.
2: speaking of contracts, during his interview with during his interview on the MMA Hour. Brian Danielson told Ariel Helwani that he has signed a three-year contract with All Elite Wrestling. So, just like Andrade confirmed a little bit ago, uh, a couple months ago, Brian Danielson as well has uh, has signed a three-year contract with AEW just like... Um, most of these most big names yeah most big names tk just goes out and signs for 3 years instead of okay. um uh doing the tears with them you exactly. know exactly so yeah obviously daniel Slin is a guy that you know you want um oh, for sure yeah. uh, he's a veteran he's great he is um adds a lot to the show but yeah man um yeah so Brian Danielson has uh, signed a three-year deal with AEW, man, and um, it was
1: yeah. To be beat, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, I for sure. Gonna be unbelievable, bro. Signed a good-ass deal, and I cannot wait, bro. And see you, Daniel Bryan, bro. Just hear what he said about his WWE matches. What's that? He, he was talking about him. He was like, "Yeah, um, I could sleepwalk through those matches, but I tried my hardest not to." I was like, damn, bro. That man I was so bored in that fucking. Oh, you company. can tell.
2: You, oh, can, you tell. can tell.
1: And you can tell he's having so much fun with these matches now. And, dude, every match he's had has been like fucking at least four and a half stars ever since he fucking came back. Ever since he debuted in AEW. Oh, absolutely. I can't think of one match that wasn't just even decent. All of his shit's been fire, bro. You, you know, and it?
2: with with mm-hmm. Danielson with Danielson and with a lot of others, um, WWE has a format to their matches almost like.
1: Oh yeah, that you shit
2: format. Yeah, man. Like Daniel Bryan, you know, he is uh, in WWE's eyes the little guy, the sympathetic guy, right? So mm-hmm. he's gonna get beat up the whole match. Um, uh, he's gonna. He's going to come out with his offense. He's going to get beat up for like
1: 60%
2: of the match. He's going to come back and do his hit the ropes, duck under, hit the ropes, clothesline, yes kicks, yes lock. Um, You know, occasionally his his arm stomp thing, which they had him stop doing when he turned baby face. So it's almost like they had – it happens – not just with him, but with a lot of people in WWE. Like, have you... Genuinely, bro, have you seen one of their matches? You've seen all of them.
1: Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, really bro. Their matches are so formulaic. Roman matches... Roman oh, Chains his are bro. the his worst. His matches are still the most formulaic matches in the world. Quite literally. Sometimes, ever since he became Tribal Chief, they could be really good. But mm-hmm. most of them are just still the same format he's always used. And it's just so tiring.
2: Yeah, well... When he was babyface, it was at its worst. It oh, was, was at, at a point. Worst. It was at a point where this dude literally got his ass whipped for ninety percent of the match, and then came back in the final final five minutes of the match. Hit his jumping clotheslines. He hit his Samoan drop. He hit the Superman punch. He hit the spear, and that was it. Now Roman's formula is. Now he gets 90% of the offense. Mm -hmm. He gives the baby face that moment to where he, Mm -hmm. oh my, is he going to beat the tribal chief? (gasps) And then,
1: nope. And then Roman
2: Reigns just comes back and just kills all their momentum.
1: And they get the Roman Reigns ending to a match, but then he just still beats them. That's basically tribal chief matches. It is. It is. Yeah. So, bit of a different formula
2: as a heel, but it all ends the same way. Roman Still wins.
1: Formulaic. Exactly. Um, formulaic shit ever.
2: Yeah, man. But speaking of deals Up up down down. Oh boy. Up up <laughs> down down creators have stopped posting. Due to the feeling that Xavier Woods is being taken advantage of.
1: Shit. Uh oh. Yeah. YouTube channel
2: founded in 2015 has been uploading gaming videos featuring many WWE superstars and other content creators. For the last few months, there's been no new content uploaded to Up Up Down Down, and it is being reported by Fightful Select. This is due to how the creators within Up Up Down Down will be refusing to create new content for the channel. This is due to them feeling that the channel's creator, WWE Superstar Xavier Woods, has been offered an unfair deal by the company mm-hmm. for the work he provides for Up Up Down Down. They will continue to provide any new content until Woods is treated better by the company. Shit. So. Well, first right off the bat, Xavier Woods has uh some real ones creating his content.
1: Us. Uh Those some people some, nice people
2: some people that um are not making content because they feel he's being wronged. Those seem like people that are looking out for Xavier Woods and on WWE's part, do you see what this is yeah. causing?
1: Literally. Like
2: He is it, King Woods it, now, but <clears throat> when all that goes away, when the New Day is broken up, when Kofi and Biggie aren't really doing anything on TV as well as him, when the New Day are back to being stale like they were before, when they were together... This will cause him to leave. Because we know how much Xavier Woods is uh, passionate about his video games. We all know this. This is known throughout the wrestling community. Everybody knows that. But it seems like everybody knows that except for WWE. Because I'm telling you right now, man... If that's the reason Adam Cole left the company, what do you think that is going to do to Xavier Woods not being able to... Just when he's at home, just having to sit home and
1: do nothing.
2: Yeah, just hang out. You know that a guy like Xavier Woods wants to be creative. He wants to play his video games. He wants to have fun. He wants to play video games with his friends. He wants to record them playing video games because it's just an extra way of making money it's an extra side hustle and i'm telling you right now man this is gonna cause him to leave and with that the other two will follow the other two will follow so
0: and uh
2: we know how long they've been teasing the new day versus uh the elite you know what i mean uh
1: exactly bro exactly exactly
2: Yeah, man, but, yeah, uh, props to Xavier Woods uh, creators for looking out for him, and I can only imagine what kind of deal WWE gave him.
1: Oh, they probably gave him some shit, bro, and the little thing is, people, every roster from, like, every company loves Woods. He has friends everywhere, so if he does leave, bro, he's got options, because everybody will want him, so good WWE better treat him good or else he'll easily go somewhere else and be treated ten times better.
2: Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. Um Yeah, man, I don't think I don't think uh they real I don't think they realize the domino effect of what is going to come over time with this because like I said, man, he's happy now, he's King Woods and stuff, but man, I'm We're telling you when all time. when all that goes away when Biggie is mm-hmm. no longer WWE champion and they fall right back into the boat they were before he was WWE champ,
1: he'll want to go. That
2: is, yeah, that's. I mean, like I said, if 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 Adam Cole left because and video games played a huge part in that, what do you think is what do you think is going through Xavier Woods' head right now? Exactly. You know what I mean. Yeah, he loves that exactly. channel. He does, oh, he so, um...
1: And also, half of his friends that would be on that channel can't be anymore because they were released. So, yeah, I bet he wants to make videos with them again.
2: hmm Exactly. Mm. And And, sh- once again, uh, we sound like a broken record saying this, man, but once again, shame on WWE for not letting creators create, create. Uh, that is,
1: that
2: is, that that is complete bullshit. I could not imagine working for a company. I cannot imagine working for a company like that, man. This has got to be one of the worst companies to uh, ever work for. I I, pr- I promise you guys, I'll I do. I, can, I don't know. I don't know how they. <clears throat> I don't know how they do it, man. Everything I don't know how they do it. Home.
1: People work for this company and love it. I don't get it. I can't for even real. think about that type of shit.
2: Yeah. Um. Karrion Cross.
1: The murderer. He <laughs> believes violence.
2: Dave Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Karrion Cross was being repackaged again because Vince McMahon felt that he was not getting over with the new helmet and gear inspired by the 80s tag team Demolition.
1: Oh, wow. What a fucking shocker. A fucking... Dude.
2: Why does everybody have to look... Like, Demolition or the Road Warriors
1: to Vince oh, McMahon. bro. That's what you gotta look like, bro. It's Demolition or the Road Warriors. They made fucking Ascension look like them, God. and now they're making fucking cross. Like, bro, what? I'm waiting till the bro. day they make priests look like that. Oh, God. He's um, next, I'm telling you. That type of shit.
2: Oh, yeah. Once his uh, white hotness goes away his white hotness that never existed just
1: They're wait
2: Fifo select reports that at one point wwe considered using scarlet on smackdown or raw but she was quickly sidelined even though there were people backstage that had pushed for scarlet to be paired with cross just like she was when they were both paired in nxt
1: I really want to know that fucking reason they don't want, they not want those two together, bro. Me too. They
2: Triple H, of- Triple H made them such a you know uh, iconic duo in NXT. Yeah. You know what I mean, they really did, bro. Um, you can't you know
1: separate them after that.
2: Exactly. They're, they were Triple H made them like uh, um, Savage and Elizabeth. You know what I exactly. mean. He made them <laughs> like uh, Almas and Vega, you know, it's just one of those groups, man, you just can't break them up, and then they have the ties in, you know, real life, I mean, they're fucking yeah, married, they're fucking like, married,
1: you know what I mean, like, come on, bro, it doesn't make sense,
2: yeah, uh, they add that there were rumors about Cross getting heat backstage, but even then... There were people who plead for him in regards to the direction of the character. It was said that the main uh, that the main issue was was the way Cross was booked and not the character. But Cross debut when Cross debuted on Raw, he was quickly booked to lose matches and it was decided to give him new gear and helmet. Up until a couple of weeks ago, WWE was airing vignettes with the idea to re-debut him, and then he was released. <laughs> okay, there's tons of things wrong with this. Why does really? Karrion Cross, when you look at his character from NXT, why the fuck, what in that says demolition?
1: What? Well, like, what well, about that character? Boy, well, he talks probably. It, but like, okay?
2: Nothing about him says demolition at all. God, no. Like... God
1: fucking no.
0: I just... When I don't... You look at him,
1: you think of a hitman. That's what I instantly think, bruh. That man's real-life profession shines through with his looks, and he looks like a fucking hitman. That's the only thing I see when I look at his ass is some type of hitman type guy or, like, like, if you put him in a real-life situation, like bodyguard or some... In the wrestling world, he's some type of hitman, he's some type of something like that, bro. So, who the fuck knows? I don't know how the fuck they thought of demolition, bro. Uh,
2: another thing WWE considering using Scarlet, but she was quickly sidelined. Why? For what? Do you know how much that would have. A- Those two were made to be such a big deal in NXT. I don't know why you would ever even think that it was a good idea to split them up in the first place, man. I, I really, really, really want to know the reason why and who thought that. Well, I know who, but why they thought that was a good idea.
1: Exactly, I, I really want to know.
2: Especially what you see, what you see, what they did to him. It's like they put him out there to fail. There's no Entry. way he was going to get a explosive crowd reaction coming looking out. Like that. Now, Not only looking like that, um, obviously that was a huge part of it too, but with that entrance compared to what he used to have, how are you going to expect him to get a great crowd reaction when he's just standing on the fucking stage and he's got e- straps e- on e- his e- shoulder and he just <laughs> walks to the ring and doesn't... Make a move, doesn't show an emotion, nothing. He just walks oh, to the fucking cool. ring. Compared to what he used to have, where he used to come out with the trench coat. He used to come out with Scarlet. He used to have a the fog, the lights. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was, a, it was, it was amazing cool. to see, man. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Uh huh. Oh, or Amazon. Yeah. No, okay. I was done. You go. Oh, okay, okay. Their target is casual audiences. And one thing they don't know how to hit is casual audiences. Because compare those two entrances, and which ones do you think would catch more eyes to casual fans? Is it a man standing in a stupid fucking helmet just standing there and then walking? Or is it his NXT entrance with his, with his wife and shit? Who do you think would catch more attention if it was shown to people who are wrestling fans? If they, if that, NXT would be eye-catching. That
2: is exactly what is wrong with NXT to Vince McMahon. Yep. Um, this man has these phenomenal characters groomed in NXT. Uh, they strike lightning and uh, get over major with the crowd. They get over Major, and then you make them get over twice because you want to repackage them when they don't need really? to be repackaged?
1: At that point, why put them in NXT to see what they were in the first place. Exactly.
2: Exactly, they, they just man.
1: no sense with
2: that shit. They no. don't. Yeah, they... I don't know, man. I don't know. They just... They're ridiculous, bro. Utterly, utterly ridiculous, man. Um, Where was it? There we go. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch addressed the heat. She has with Charlotte Flair. The man claimed that she that things have gotten so bad they aren't on talking terms anymore. The Mm -hmm. Raw Women's Champion spoke to Sports Illustrated and finally broke her silence with regard to the heat. Mm. She to fuck in regard to the heat she has with the Queen. Last month the two women reportedly got in a heated confrontation backstage. When asked about it, Becky Lynch claimed she does not talk to Flair anymore, but she but she's content with her role as the hero in the situation. She says and I quote, "I don't know, man. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk. That's all I'll say. All I'll say. So all I'll say is the locker room needs a hero sometimes. And sometimes somebody's gotta be a hero and I'm alright with being that hero that's, that's all I'll say on the matter she was then asked are things difficult with Charlotte Flair she said yes do you talk to Charlotte Flair she said no and then she she was asked if they or are, were friends to where she said we used to be best friends. Wow. So Becky Lynch finally says something on the matter. Um, I can't wait to hear Charlotte's side of it. There's always really two okay. sides to every story. Um, and I can't wait to see what Charlotte has to say about this. I'm very intrigued to hear her side of the story. Uh. This is something we knew for a very long time. We said this shit about the elite. We said this shit about Becky Lynch and Charlotte it, Flair a long time ago.
1: And back in like twenty eighteen, we were back in twenty seventeen. We were saying this shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Once Becky started to become more popular than Charlotte, it was game over for their friendship. Oh yeah, it was game over. Yeah, absolutely, bro. But. Becky Lynch, man. Becky Lynch. I mean, we already went over, you know, the the majority of this story, man. But, I mean, I wouldn't say Becky Lynch is a hero. I wouldn't say that. Um. No, no. get the
1: fuck out of here.
2: I mean. I don't understand how you could be a hero when a month and a half before this happened, you were burying one of the most up-and-coming women in that locker room in Bianca Belair. So, I don't know how you can call yourself a hero after you did something like that. Um, And, yeah, man, like I said, this is is something that we knew. This is something that we knew, man. But Becky Lynch all but confirms it here.
1: Um, Oh, man.
2: Uh, yeah, like she said, we don't talk anymore, um, and the locker room needs a hero.
1: The locker room needs a hero. Well, you sure aren't that, Becky. Because no. you, if you don't proclaim yourself as a hero, if you're a fucking hero backstage, you know what I mean? It, I, I hate that shit. Oh, my God. Becky has become fuck, almost insufferable, man. On TV, she's fucking just bad. You know what I mean in backstage it's just even worse at this point. It's, Becky's just become one of those people I'm just not a fan of at this point. It's slowly becoming not fully there yet. But at this point I don't care about her on TV. And from what I'm hearing and seeing from her backstage, I cannot stand that type of shit, bro. So Becky two years ago he, whatever, was one of the coolest people in the business. Look where it happened, bro. All because of the ego, man hate to see this type of shit. You really do. Because look at Cody. (laughs) Hopefully, Cody's ends in a heel turn, but I hope so. And if not, Cody's in the same fucking boat. And he was. If you asked us about a year ago, he was in that same fucking boat. Cody only has his potential rebound in a heel turn. Mm -hmm. He will. He will. He fucking better. (laughs) He
2: fucking better. I, th- I, think, I I think I I I think he will I think he will I think he I think he knows He's I think he know. knows um you can't be
1: that dumb man you cannot be yeah I uh, refuse he... to believe someone's that, that unintelligent
2: me too I agree I agree um <laughs> Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, back at the end of 2019, the addition of NXT TakeOver WarGames, Kevin Owens made a shock return to the black and gold brand as he was revealed to be the fourth member of Team Champa. KO aligned himself with the Blackheart, Dominic Dijakovic, and Keith Lee for WarGames as they went on to defeat the Undisputed Era. Speaking of talk sport, Owens explained why he did not get a full-time return on NXT for the second time and I quote, Before I did the War Games return, there were concrete plans for me to go back to NXT for an extended period. Before coming back to the main roster, at the time, Paul Heyman, who was in charge of Raw, and those had, had, had and those were... Wait. At the time, Paul Heyman was in charge on Raw, and those were just plans we had. Uh, they were just plans we had, and Vince signed off on them, All of them, and eventually he changed his mind and nothing happened. It's a shame, because Mm -hmm. this could have possibly uh, got this man maybe a couple more years in your company. But now you are fucked because he's leaving.
1: Exactly. Literally, Um, bro. And he's one of those people, that would have actually been really cool to see go down because of his friends. And who he's friends with down there.
2: Adam Cole, yeah. And then, those two are best friends, so Adam
0: Cole,
2: yeah, might have had a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, it's it's a shame how they ended up doing that. He just was on Team Champa just Just because, and then he went back down. WWE denies Keith Lee's claim that he paid for his own medical treatment. Oh boy, this should get interesting. I did. Well, let's we'll see what Keith oh. Lee says back, and then we yeah, exactly. might have an interesting story for you guys next week when this exactly. all, when the dust settles. Um. Yeah, man, very interesting to see, and, yeah, it sucks. It would have been very interesting to see, I mean, and it sucks how they went about
1: that. Oh, yeah, bro, terrible. They could, if they would, like to say, if they would have played their card tonight, they might have had them for another two years, but, nah, nope. Yep, yep, because
2: he wouldn't Ooh. want to go back down to NXT now. And oh, he. I, which I don't get why they did that, because they wanted NXT to be feuding with AEW at the time. And they sent Charlotte down there, but not what Owens. And do. what did Owens do around that time on the main roster? I nothing.
1: Tell you exactly, nothing. Yo. So perfect. And nobody likes Charlotte NXT. People who watch NXT did not want to see Charlotte, but people would have loved to see K.O. You know I mean, it, yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly,
2: exactly. And
1: then, and then by the
2: time he got done with his NXT run, there's a ton of people on the main roster he hasn't faced in a long time. But exactly. now it's probably just all stale to him, and he's putting hints in his promos already. So oh, bro. they lost and him.
1: The fucking- be honest or just keep fighting? Come on, bro. That's what, That's what people probably told fucking Moxley when his contract was coming up. Just keep fighting, bro. Just keep fighting. Just keep bro. fighting. Couple more Raws. <laughs> Come on, bro.
2: Yeah, man. NXT. NXT veterans. Oh, God. On the latest oh. Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer recapped the plan. He said... Veterans who aren't being used on television are in danger of losing their jobs. It's all part of the mandate to get younger. I'm going to stop you right there and say it don't fucking matter if they're on television or not. Oh, NXT, no. with guys like Champa are wrapping it up because... Triple H was probably told, yeah, we're going to get rid of Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano. And he was probably like, okay, well, do you think you could give the guys maybe one little last run to say thank you?
1: Exactly. At least wrap up what they're doing so they're not just randomly gone from TV. Exactly.
2: Exactly, <clears throat> bro. And you can tell, Frankie Monet was just on television. Um,. Think Ember Moon was no, she wasn't. Oni Lorkin, Oni Lorkin was on television with his uh, oh, yeah. thing, team, faction, whatever. Biff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I quote: I should also mention that that there were out of all these people that were being cut, there were ten others that were in mm-hmm. strong discussion of being cut. Wonder first who first that third was, third Jeff Hardy. Tommaso Champa, John. Well, maybe not Champa yet. Johnny Gargano, Candice. You know oh,
1: Candice. I can see who the hell's. Um, if they're not bringing her up, they're probably EO. I can see them releasing EO. Mm-hmm. Um, who the fuck is still in NXT? That was Bennett in it. Danny Birch. Oh yeah. Trying to
2: didn't release I'm
1: him. I'm shocked, Mr. Bennett. Uh, I don't get that shit. <clears throat> um, uh, Who else, man? Um... Who's left? is that bitch, bruh?
2: Damn. I honestly only think, like, Gargano, Champa, Pete Dunn.
1: Yeah. We're on those ones. I'll have to look at the roster and see. Yeah,
2: me too. Yeah, I'd have to look. That's, that's interesting to think about, though. Um exactly uh oh yeah where was i uh pretty much everyone who was not being used who is not being used well you know uh mm-hmm. you know was on the bubble and were considering and they were considering cutting i'm going to guess when i saw the list of people who who were looking to be cut but were not there is a chance there is a chance of them being cut essentially Everyone in NXT that's a veteran that you don't see on TV a lot, all those guys, again, they're trying to get younger.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Johnny Gargano has is not on TV nearly as much as he used to. No, no. I'm telling you right now, Gargano is going to be one of those guys, if he doesn't get released before oh, yeah. his contract is up in about three weeks here. He's gonna be one of those guys, man. He's definitely gonna be know. one of those guys. Um, uh, yeah, but you. Champa, yeah. Candace, yeah. all those people, bro.
1: Dexter, he maybe who's that? He has he's not a veteran, but he's been here long enough. Kushida, because I've heard oh, that he changed shit. His kit to something weird. So he's they changed his name, no, not his name, but like who he was, like his gimmick. Oh, I don't really? think he's Mister Marty fucking McFly anymore. I think he's something else. But yeah, Kushida is definitely—he's been here long enough in NXT. Worked to Vince. He counts as veteran, and he's gonna be out.
2: Absolutely, I could I could see. I completely forgot he was a thing.
1: I can um. Tell him.
2: Yeah, man, but I'm telling you right now, bro, all these guys, all these guys, man, they will soon be gone. They will soon, WWE will rid of them, and um, they will be off on doing better things, and NXT, which release uh, released the ratings were 600K, Oh, man. I'm telling you, bro. This is just going to get even worse, bro. And then when they release guys like Gargano and Champa, Kyle O'Reilly's been there. Roderick Strong oh, is an older veteran. Um, how long until Diamond Mine uh, just... turns on him? Mm-hmm. Um, but. Oh, man. Yeah. It's...
1: Dude, imagine NXT or NXT 2.0 where it's just Von Wagner. Tony D'Angelo, what the fuck, Tony Nese, fuck, Ron um, Raker, Lash Legend like, imagine that NXT is just those people, that shit's gonna be lame as fuck like, Ron Wagner is hilarious, I mean, he's not bad but like, he can't carry a show yeah, you know no. I mean he's, he's no. still learning same with fucking Mr. fucking We're You Mafia, know yeah I mean it's, it's just not gonna work man
2: no, not at all man and whether it's in a month whether it's in six months whether it's in a year w w e will rid completely of the old nxt guaranteed oh, no, guarantee be fucking te bro guaranteed
1: take those
2: belts. oh they it's coming it's,
1: it's coming come, bro. bro it's been coming
2: yep Shit. yep you know Vince don't like those black and gold belts.
1: No, oh, no, they look too good. He wants yep. some fucking white straps with some fucking paint all over them. They'll probably make it the fucking go oh, wrong. I'm scared to see what those fucking titles are gonna look
2: like. I really am. Me too, bro. Me too. I. Good lord. Ah. Yeah.
1: That shit's gonna be bad.
2: It's okay. Be bad. And that is the news, man. That is the news. Now, yeah. full gear. 2021 Let's get it, bro. tomorrow night. What a fucking show this is gonna be, bruh. What a fucking oh, show kid. this is gonna be. Uh on the buy-in, we have Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa taking on Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose. Uh why didn't they just do Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb?
1: Yeah, I don't get that shit.
2: I don't understand that now one bit. But, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll just go with the baby faces here. Uh, everybody likes Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida is there. Um, yeah, and well, people surprisingly, people a lot of people like Hikaru Shida.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, people love her for some fucking reason. You know, she's yeah. fucking boring as shit. They're <laughs> watching a fucking orc match put into a singular <laughs> human being. That's how fucking boring she is. Um,
2: yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and say Rosa and uh, Jamie hater.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say those too. Because they love Rosa. Everyone loves Rosa. Rosa's probably on her way to be a, a part or close to those finals for that TBS championship. So I think she'll take up the victory. And then, of course, Absolutely. Jamie is there. Cody
2: Rhodes and Pack, God. And Pac. Okay. Got Versus pack. And- Andrade Alidolo and Malachi Black. Black mm-hmm. actually teased a while ago that changes were coming to his character. Mm-hmm. I, I don't okay. know if he discovered that he has Mexican heritage or uh... His
1: wife is Vega.
2: Possibly, bro, or maybe he's a hick with FTR. I don't, I don't know what that means, but it should be interesting to see.
1: Do you see Regardless. The for this match,
2: <clears throat> what was it?
1: It was rules really fuck. Hold on, Hold on. fuck. All right, I'm back. You I'm it. Um, it was originally going to be a fatal four-way between these four. Oh, why didn't that they do that, bro? So, that shit would have been so huge. It's because they need
2: to establish Cody Rhodes that he has friends so he <laughs> exactly. gets shared for That's again. his
1: family. Exactly. We have to know that he has people that like him that don't have to like him because they're family. That's what we got to <laughs> fucking know. So, like, they got to be playing for something with this. If, it's, if they're teaming up, something's got to happen to Cody. I hope so. I hope everyone turns on his ass tomorrow night. That would be dope. Or,
2: I am going to go ahead and say Cody Rhodes costs his team the victory. And I'm going to give the W here to Andrade Alitalo and Malachi Black. Yeah, bro. I'm going to go ahead and say that, man. So, yeah, I'm giving my prediction to Black and Andrade.
1: I think so, too, bro. I think Cody's going to do some Cody shit. Fucking soak in the moment or fucking take a knee or fucking... Say
2: the fucking uh, Pledge of
1: Allegiance. God, what? Tell him about the hold. What is he going to do with the hold? He's going to relinquish the hold. He's going to relinquish the hold. I will relinquish it. He's going to do something. Like, bro,
2: if you you know you're going to relinquish the hold, why would you even attempt to go for it in the first place?
1: Like, it's not like you'd have to move. You could just slip into and rewind yourself to win. You, You have to set that shit up, why would you sit? It's like Pac. <laughs> sitting up. Fucking. Rings of Saturn. Just to be like. Well. I don't know why I did that. Because I can't do the move. Why the fuck would you go for it? Oh. <laughs> uh, fucking Cody. But yeah. I think. um Black and uh, Dry are going to win. Because. Cody's going to end up doing some Cody shit. And Pac will be pissed. And it's. Everyone's just going to be pissed at Cody. Like we all are. So I think this is going to be a big moment. In the Cody Rhodes, in the Cody Rhodes story of him turning heel,
2: I think so too, man. Um, Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express versus the Super Click, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, and a Falls Count Anywhere six-man tag team match. Should be. This yeah. is way better. Than a Adam Cole and Christian Cage singles match. And a traditional tag team match between the Bucks and the Jurassic Express. This is going to be, first of all, better than the street fight. This is going to be better than the um, Minneapolis street fight. fight. This is going to be awesome. This shit's going to tear the roof down off the fucking place, bro. I promise you that. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. And I'm going to give obviously i'm gonna give my pick here to adam cole and the young bucks the super click oh
1: yeah bro i think so too man um pretty obvious win i think coming up for them and i just can't wait to see the match itself i can't wait to see what they're gonna bring out what they're gonna do i really cannot wait uh young bucks man they've been hitting it on all cylinders lately with their fucking matches and i can't wait to see adam cole's first big pay-per-view match yeah, it's in back in AEW, bro, I can't wait to see it. It's just going to be yeah. This is going to be awesome, is, bro. But... And mm-hmm. after that fucking song.
2: You know it's all about <laughs> a
1: Do that? I don't know why people love it. And I saw a tweet today that was like, I hope the people that made his AEW song makes a, a undisputed version for when they come, please don't. Please do not make it. The guy who made that fucking song for Please don't go near an undisputed type theme song. Please do no. not. Please, God. And I don't. think you will disgrace that fucking song. Because that theme song is cheeks. I don't remember what nobody says. Shit it's, that.
2: It is horrible. It's horrible. Speaking of horrible theme songs, FTR versus. <laughs> The Lucha Bros for the AEW Tag Team Championships. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: this is an interesting one. Because as much... I don't want to be that guy, but... The Lucha Bros are being mirrored at the moment.
1: They are. These guys
2: won the fucking belts in a great moment.
1: Oh, great moment
2: for them just to be taken off TV and this is the shortest gap i believe we have between pay per views i think, I think so. all out to full gear is the shortest gap cuz i know the biggest one is double or nothing to all out that's mm-hmm. the largest one i don't know revolutions in the beginning of march Well, Revolution and and Double or Nothing is a pretty short one, too. But I believe the shortest one is all out to full gear.
1: Most definitely. I think
2: it is. But um, they have been Mirod. I'm not saying their reign is completely dead. Because Miro's picked up after, you know, he was uh, not on TV for the whole entire fucking summer. Um,
1: Literally.
2: Yeah. The the Lucha Bros, like I said, they won the belts in a great moment, man, and now they have been off of TV, barely on TV for whatever reason. Being that FTR, being that FTR's reign last year was so short, I would really like to see them pull out a shock victory here and take the belts. Mm-hmm. Do I think that's gonna happen? No. Would I want it to happen? Yeah. Um. And then I know that would be stiffing the Lucha Bros' title reign, but if I were to choose one over the other, I would choose FTR. But um,
1: exactly,
2: I would like to see. it. Do I want FTR to win? Yes, but my prediction is going to go to the Lucha Bros.
1: Yeah, bro. No, it's definitely. Like. I do think that the story will continue. I don't think that a full year might be. I hope it's not the end of it because, you know and I mean, it really shouldn't be, especially if they kind of. Lucha Bros barely win, which is how it should go. Is they barely win, so I hope they continue the feud and the neck and at Revolution. FTR wins them again, but I don't know, man. Uh, they probably won't win them tomorrow night, and I wish they will. I really wish they will, but they'll want to give Lucha Bros a larger reign, and hopefully we'll get to see them more. But um, as much as I love FTR and hope they win... I'm not, I'm not putting money on it. It's still good. They could at the end of the day. I can see it. But I think what's more likely is with Javros keeping those titles.
2: Yeah. Yeah. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. This yeah. is going to be a good one. This, this is, is going to be Eddie a King damn good fucking match, bruh. Um, who do I think is going to win this one? This one's very easy. Uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be a great match, man. But in the end, I think uh, CM Punk will come out on top, man. But this is going to be a good one. I would love to see this confu- uh, uh, continue. I would love to see oh, this yeah. continue, I man. Would love to see that shit. Oh, Absolutely.
1: Love seeing the first hints that we got of Dick Punk being back again. Love it. Loving mm-hmm. his fucking dick. And I think eventually he's going to turn heel. I think they're starting to... Plant the seeds for it, man. And I cannot wait for that. That'll be fucking fire. But um, I think for now, he's going to get the win over Eddie Kingston, bro. But I think he most definitely is. And it's just going to be some good-ass shit, bro. I cannot wait to see this and the aftermath of it.
2: Yeah, absolutely, bro. Darby Allen versus MJF. This is a hard one. Because... <laughs> MJF just lost a year-long feud to Chris Jericho. Very, very hard to give him another loss. It really is. Darby Allin just lost to CM Punk, and although it didn't make him look weak, you don't just want to have him lose. So I'm going to say MJF here, but I'm going to say it is some kind of cheap victory, some kind of uh, way... um, some kind of interference or something like that. I think to, to distract Darby Allen.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm just, throwing, I'm not sure this is gonna happen. I'm just it out there. Wardlow gonna turn because they've been teasing that shit heavy, fucking heavy lately. He's gonna try to cheat to win. Wardlow's gonna not be down with that shit, and I'm gonna say Darby Allen picks up the win. I don't know why they've been teasing that shit heavy lately.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, bro. Definitely. The Inner Circle Chris Harrico, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz versus Men of the Year, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, and American Top Teams, Junior Dos Santos. I actually got a name for Vladimir Kozlov.
1: What oh, shit
2: Andre Arlovsky. Oh,
1: I could remember that shit. Ain't no way I was remembering that shit.
2: And Dan Lambert in a hmm. Minneapolis street
1: fight. Dude, they, they got to stop calling it that. I Dude, I hear that shit. I think the tractor. I think it's cornfields. I think what what. They do not think of Minneapolis Street Fight is.
2: What the fuck is a Minneapolis Street Fight?
1: Think of Pitchforks, bro. That's what I'm thinking of. Chocolate that... type shit.
2: For real, dude. That is one of the most unintimidating names I have ever heard in my life. Literally. You, your team. My team. Minneapolis street fight.
1: Basically saying Hickfield street fight.
2: Exactly. Who's going to win this here? Inner Circle, they're going to uh, silence Dan Lambert. They're going to get Dan Lambert. Chris Jericho will tap out Dan Lambert. Oh yeah, That is what's going to happen. Um, I (laughs) I cannot wait to order food during this match, Tell me, um, or eat the
1: food, or grab the food, <laughs> one of the two.
2: Yeah. Um. Wishful thinking here, but uh, one of these guys turns on uh, the inner circle and just breaks the fucking group up. But that's uh, not going to happen because this group has sentimental value to AEW for whatever reason. And um. Yeah, man. That. <sighs> I don't know. Well, yeah. I am not excited for this match at all. Inner Circle is going to win. JK, or JK here. Chris Jericho will tap out Dan Lambert. Exactly.
1: That's exactly what's going to happen. Inner Circle is guaranteed winning, and they are wasting Sammy Guevara's time with this shit. Not a fan of this. Well, the actual what they're doing on TV is good. I like it. But, like, overall, this does not need to happen in this capacity.
2: Yeah, Promos have been great, but I can't say I'm excited for the match itself.
1: God, anyway.
2: Brian Danielson. I was like an inch away from calling him Daniel Bryanson. Um, Brian Danielson versus Miro in the finals of the AEW Championship Eliminator Tournament. Brian Danielson versus Miro. This is a tough one indeed. Now, we could see Lana here to beat the sympathetic babyface and Daniel Bryan, the guy that everybody loves, right? Mm-hmm. Or Daniel Bryan could win and then we get I'm gonna predict oh, Brian Danielson because I I'm more interested in seeing Brian Danielson versus Hangman than Miro versus Hangman.
1: Oh yeah. I think most definitely, bro. I think he's going to win. And I think this is going to be like a breaking point. Like, this is going to be where Miro snaps and something's going to happen with mm-hmm. his ass after this loss. Yeah, He might become I an heard. atheist after this, bro, for all we fucking know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, dude, uh, I really just can't wait to see the aftermath of the match. And the match itself is going to be amazing. Every, like I was saying earlier, every Daniel Bryan match is a bit heat since he's came to AEW. And not a pay-per-view... It'll be no different bro. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be heat. Uh
2: Doctor Britt Baker right. Doctor Britt Baker. DMD versus Tay Conti for the okay. AEW Women's World Championship. This one's a hard one, man. I don't know.
1: So hard. Tanty
2: might win this.
1: Well, he'll be touching bread for months. Ladies so and gentlemen, gentlemen all out
2: Either all out or double or nothing.
1: One of the fucking two.
2: Britt Baker, uh all the way. Britt Baker, oh, yeah. not losing that belt. No way. No. And no now people. the main event. The match that everyone has been waiting for, Kenny Omega versus Adam Hangman Page.
1: Two and a half years, bruh. Two
2: and a half years, all for this moment.
1: And dude, did you see what um, Hangman was doing on the streets? It sounds sounds way different than it has. Did you see him with a horse? No. They were filming shit with him on a horse. Oh,
2: I, I heard about that. I heard I they were going to do something special for his entrance.
1: Uh, yeah, I heard about a special entrance and it's definitely going to be Hangman, bro. Oh, man. Is that going to be amazing. I can't wait for him to bring back the horse. I cannot bro, wait.
2: Cowboy shit. Tomorrow night.
1: <laughs> I can't fucking wait, bro. We, man, we, we, I yeah, got goosebumps just match.
2: thinking about this, bro. Oh, the man, winner bro. of this match is going to be... The Hangman, bro. Finally.
1: Any other... Exactly, bro. Finally. Finally. Two, Two years.
2: years. Adam Hangman Page, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Man, oh man.
1: It's going to be amazing. It, and, oh, man. This is going to be great. Uh, I can't wait. To, bro, that celebration segment is going to be so amazing. I cannot wait for that shit. Bro. This is, it's going to be a great ass match. In that moment, this is going to be fucking amazing. When he hits that buckshot at the final end, man, oh man, will that be a fucking pop for the ages. This is
2: going to be awesome, bro. I am fucking pumped. I am fucking pumped pumped for tomorrow. Yeah, bro. And that, with that, bro, damn, I get goosebumps thinking about it. With that, bro, that is going to do it for Mm -hmm. this edition of the Nostalgia Hills Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 83 of the podcast man boy oh boy i am excited i am fucking excited and with that being said that is going to do it for this edition of the notorious Hills podcast man once again this has been episode 83 of the podcast in general ladies and gentlemen do not forget we are live for all of aew's big four pay-per-views and all of wwe's big five pay-per-views directly after the show so tomorrow night we will be on directly after full gear goes off the air man this is going to be awesome i am super stoked for this bro and with that being said ladies and gentlemen please like comment and subscribe and we will see you guys tomorrow night with the full gear review and hopefully the debut of Wyndham rotunda in aew Once again, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys tomorrow with the AEW Full Gear 2021 review podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow night.
0: Peace.